Welcome to Love and Power, An Unexpected Gift by author and speaker Jacqueline Palmer. Join us for this Women Inseparable study as we learn what it means to be filled with love and power. Here's Jacqueline. Um, Let's do Hebrews. Hebrews chapter 11. Hebrews chapter 11. And once we all have our Bibles open, will you join me before the throne in prayer? Let's pray. Oh, dear Heavenly Father, Lord, how precious of a gift it is to be able to come before your throne. Lord, in our own space, just us and you, we get to come before your throne. And together as a group of giggling girls, we get to gather before the throne in such awe. Father God, you're so gracious to give us your son. And it's Jesus that we say thank you for. It's the forgiveness of our sins that we receive through the very blood and resurrection of our Savior, Jesus Christ, that we say thank you for. Jesus is such a gift. Scripture tells us that our heart has learned that. Jesus, you are the gift that we say thank you for. I pray that you'll be with us this morning as we open up Hebrews 11. Father God, I, I so selfishly ask you that you will open my eyes to the scripture that you would have us to focus on today. I pray your words will be scripted on my tongue and that my tongue will be the, the pen of a ready writer. Oh, Father God, I pray that you'll go before, that you'll open up our eyes to see, our ears to hear, and Lord, above all things, help our hearts to understand the, the power and the love that is found in the gift that is called Jesus Christ. And it's in his name we pray. Amen. Hebrews chapter 11. We have been going through a 12-week study on love and on power. We've been talking about the importance of prayer, of a scripture reading, and of fasting, and what it looks like to do all three of those things, not as checklist units, but all three of those things as a person in love with Jesus Christ. It it went from being, oh, oh, that scares me. Oh, I don't know how to. Oh, I don't know what the rules are. Oh, but Daniel did it this way. There's no way I could do what Daniel did. There's no way I could do what the Pharisees did. There's no way, and you're absolutely right, there's no way. Because it's the old way, and you're the new how, how cool is that? Is that amazing? We don't have to do the old way. Jesus says all things are new. When you receive my son as your savior, you are new and you can't put the old in the new. It can't contain it. You, you pray, you and God. You read, you and God. You fast, you and God. No rules, just you. How freeing is that? It's beautiful. It's absolutely simple and beautiful. Today we're going to do the title, The Reward. When I was working on this study way back in the spring and doing the titles and the reward was there and Hebrews 11:6 was there, I'm like, God, the reward and the verse mix so beautifully, but the title of the book is Unexpected Gift. Don't you think the title of the last study should be the gift because it closes the title to, it makes sense, God. <laughs> and very clearly, no. The reward, the reward. I have been praying over the reward, the words, the reward this entire time since the spring having conversation with God, it should be the gift, but you have the reward. 
Do you know why God, God's so big? A gift is free, is it not? A gift is free every time it's free. We, during the study right now, we're getting ready to go into the holiday of gift receiving. I mean, gift giving. However, you want to approach the realm of gifts. I like receiving. I know. My boy went shopping for me the other day. I have no idea what he got me, that he comes home with something behind his back. We are going into the season of gift receiving. I love Love it. Jesus says, I am the gift. Romans 6.23 tells us Jesus is the gift. He is always and forever the gift, and it's completely and utterly free. From the day you receive him for the very first time to the day you fall in love with him, day after day after day after day, he is always and forever free. He's the gift. And then there's the reward. And we've talked about the reward a couple of times throughout the study, have we not? You go to Matthew 6, and I recommend go back to Matthew 6 again and look at the rewards that are listed in Matthew 6. When you pray, God has a reward for who? The one who prays. How individual is that? Your reward is going to be different than your reward. And the abundance of your reward is going to be different than the abundance of your reward. Your reward. It's going to be different. It's going to change. And it's going to be different. It's going to change according to your faith. And it's not that little faith. It's not that little faith that I'm seeing what's happening on earth. I have faith that this is what I see and I need to see and it's tangible. And if my faith doesn't fulfill what I can see in front of me, then I'm going to walk away from the faith because I'm of little faith. It's the faith of the mustard seed. It's that faith. It's Hebrews 11. It's that faith. And it's that reward. And it comes with an action. Gift doesn't come with an action. A gift can be given to anyone from anyone at any time and every time it's free. At any point, somebody says, I have a gift for you. It's only 1995 shipping. It's no longer free. You just debunked the whole word. You've ruined the whole meaning. There's nothing free about it. Jesus says, all things are new. All things are free. My name is Jesus. A reward, however, is a response to an action. You don't get a reward for doing nothing. You have to do something to get a reward. And I'm praying that we're not going and talking about the society and how oh, free rewards are given to all these. Think about you. The only person you ever think about when you're ever in a women inseparable study, a little insight, always, always think about the person in your chair, nobody else. Don't think of the person you live with, the person you're raising, the person you're dying to see. Don't think about anybody else. You think about you. It's always about the person in your seat and the one who is on the throne. That's what it's all about. So when we talk about reward in the realm of prayer and scripture and fasting, you have to do something. You have to do something as you are where you are. Don't judge yourself. Don't condemn yourself. Don't put yourself in a corner. Stay where you are. Everything that you've learned throughout this whole study. And let's see the reward. Hebrews 11. Hebrews 11, starting with verse number one, it says, Now faith, now faith is the assurance of things things that are hoped for. Do you see the positive tone of this entire verse? There's no wishing taking place. There's no, no anxiety 
taking place. This is knowing that the hope that Jesus Christ is coming again is going to happen. Our hope is in the very one who forgave us of our sins. Our hope is in Jesus Christ. And our faith is the assurance of the things that we hope for. Do you see the abundance of that sentence? I pray your eyes are open to that abundance. Now, faith is the assurance of things hoped for, the conviction of things not seen. Do you see the action that is taking place over the things that you hope for? If you're hoping that Jesus Christ is coming again and you're standing steadfast in your hope of the gifts that God has for you through the name of Jesus Christ and through the presence of the Holy Spirit, and you're hoping and you're hoping and you're hoping and you're hoping and you're falling in love every single time you find yourself on your knees before the throne and you fall in love with God every single time you open up this word with the Holy Spirit's leading before the throne of God. And every time you turn your hunger into a hunger for this and you fall in love with God, your hope abounds. And every single time there's a conviction of things that are not seen. You pray and you read and you fast and your God says, oh, sweetheart, oh, I have a reward for you. And you move forward and it builds your conviction and you move forward and you pause and you move forward and you build your conviction and you move forward and it just snowballs into this thing that you did not create. You're like, how did that happen? I didn't even know this happened. I see the reward and I, I didn't even know it was coming my way. I was just so, so in love with my God. And I have a reward for falling in love with my God. I think husbands need to take note on that. I love you, honey. Oh, you do? Here's a reward. Isn't that brilliant? <laughs> we could write a book for husbands. I think that's brilliant. Fall in love. Jesus came to do the new way. And in Matthew 6, he says, the new way is not the law. The new way is not the of old. The new way is pray in secret. Fall in love and God will give you a reward. That's the new way. Huh. That's it? That's it. How beautiful is that? And how individual is that? Hebrews 11 is dripping with individual relationships between a person and God. It's Hebrews 11. My prayer is that we will spend time this week or even this month, since this is our final and we've got a month before we meet again. Spend time with Hebrews 11. Look at the person and as you're looking at that person and looking through the eyes of that person, look at who that person is looking at. And you'll see every single time, every single time, no matter what circumstances people are going through. And Bible students, you know what circumstances people are going through. If you don't know, pause on that person and do a little search on your Bible app of that person's name and read that story in the Old Testament. Get to know that person. If you know their story, stay where you are. But if there's a person in there that you don't know, welcome to your own Bible study. You just wrote your own Bible study. How amazing is that, you author, you? <laughs> Look at the person you don't know and find the person you don't know in the Bible that you're falling in love with and study that person. Perhaps and maybe that's where the Holy Spirit needs you to be. How simple. Look at these people and look at what they're looking at despite the circumstance. And every single time you'll see who they're looking at. And they're looking at the one in which they hope. Their eyes are constantly and forever on God. And it's their faith. And it's their faith. 
every single time. It's their faith. And then I'm curious how many of us would be so bold when we're finished or while we are in the midst of looking at Hebrews 11 to get a piece of paper and put our own names on that piece of paper. And beside our name, we write Jacqueline by faith and then write what it is that right now the Lord is saying to you, I want you to do this by faith. And don't let yourself have the statements of, oh, well, that's not big enough. Have you ever done that? God's like, I need you to do something, but you're going to put that on paper and that's, got, that's not big enough. I need to do something bigger, God. I need to teach. I need to proclaim. I need to go to the mountaintops. I need to. No, you don't. You need to do what the Holy Spirit needs you to do right now. Because these people that by faith moved mountains did not move mountains the very first day they stood up on faith. Doesn't it take time? It's a process. It's one step at a time. Each of these people learned one step, faith. Second step, faith. Third step, faith. Sit, faith. Pause, faith. Step four, faith. Step five, step six is faith. Pause, faith. Breathe, faith. Every season comes with a process. God has given you the gift and he's given the, re the reward of process. Ask the Holy Spirit, you know where I am. You know as I am. My faith is such hopeful on the one who is coming again. I want to know, Father God, by faith what you want me to do. What do you want me to do according to this book, in this book, before the throne? What do you, Father God, by faith, want me to do? And I will do it. By faith, you obeyed the Holy Spirit. What does your verse look like? What does your verse look like? Write your verse. See what that looks like. Hebrews 11 says, now faith is the assurance of things hoped for. Faith is the conviction of things not seen. For by it, verse 2, for by it the people of old received their commendation. By faith, we, we understand that the universe was created by the word of God. Some of us are thinking of Genesis. Some of us are thinking of Psalm 19. Some of us are in Psalm 91. Some of us are in a whole nother Psalm. Some of us are in memories of sitting in Antarctica or in Florida or on a beach or on an ocean or sitting in your backyard looking up at the stars or wherever it is that you see the universe literally proclaiming the very glory of its creator. Where are you? What do you see? Pause and worship along with all of creation. By faith, we understand that the universe was created by the word of God. It's our very Jesus Christ. And some of us just went to John chapter one. So that what is seen was not made out of things that are visible. Do you see the hope of all of creation? Everything centers around the very name of Jesus Christ. He is the one, the spoken word that created all things out of nothing. What do you think your Jesus can do out of you? 
you sit before the Lord and you say, Lord, I've been sitting here with my praying and my scripture and my fasting. I have nothing to give you. God says, perfect. Keep your hands open because I have a reward for you. I don't need you to have anything. I have everything you need. And I will give you what you can handle to grow your faith as you are right now. You say, but I want to do more. And he goes, you can't handle more. You need what I have for you right now. Ready, go. Okay. He makes it so easy. He makes it so easy. Verse four. Look at this easy situation. By faith, Abel. By faith, Abel. If you don't know Abel, start in Genesis 1-1 and read a couple of chapters. You're going to meet Abel pretty quickly. Abel was one of the very first humans that were born in sin. This is Abel. Look at the hard, hard thing that Abel had to do. By faith, Abel offered to God a more acceptable sacrifice than Cain. Cain is his brother, one of the other first humans born in sin. By faith, Abel offered to God a more acceptable sacrifice than Cain, which means Abel and Cain were both asked to, by faith to offer a sacrifice to God. That's what they were both asked to do. Abel was asked to do the same thing Cain was asked to do. They were the very first humans that were asked to do this thing. Interesting. First humans asked to offer up a sacrifice to God. They both had the same request from God. One of them did it by faith. One of them did not. It's about the heart. Do you see the beauty of the heart? By faith, Abel offered to God a more acceptable sacrifice than Cain, through which he was commended as what? He was commended as righteous. What was his reward? His reward for doing one thing by faith was the title of righteousness. He got to wear righteousness. You ever want to wear righteousness? Can I tell you, daughter of God, one who have put your faith in the resurrection of Jesus Christ, you are wearing righteousness. Right now in your seat, you are literally wearing righteousness. You want to know what one of your rewards is? Beauty. You are dressed in the very righteousness of your God. By faith, you are dressed in the righteousness of God. What a precious reward. By faith, Abel offered to God a more acceptable sacrifice. And I love that the authors of Hebrews did not declare what his uh, sacrifice looked like. They didn't put the emphasis on the item that was sacrificed. The emphasis was on Abel. The emphasis was on God. And the emphasis was on faith. Those three things define a person. Your name, the name of God, and the word faith. Satan wants to give you a lot of titles. Our past wants to put a lot of stuff on us. People around us want to throw a lot of stuff at us. God says, let me re replace all of that. Do you want to know what other reward he has given to you? He's given you a new identity completely. Every single time, every single time Satan wants to throw a lie at you, because can I tell you a secret? It's his only move is lying. It's the only thing he has power to do. It's the only thing he knows how to do is lie. It's the only thing. 
And he's not original with his lies. He just says the same lie over and over and over. And we believe it. That's where the problem sits. Let him lie. Go do your thing. It's us. It's when we believe the lie, when we listen to the lie, when we hear the lie. And every time Satan wants to lie to us, every time he wants to throw a lie at us, every time you declare this statement right here, by faith, I, Jacqueline, believe in God. Satan, I don't care what you have to say. I don't believe anything you have to say. Be gone in the name of Jesus. You have no room in my thoughts. He has no room in your thoughts. Satan has no room in your thoughts. Do I need to say that again? Satan has no room in your thoughts. He has no access. He has no power to get into your thoughts unless you say, oh, I believe that lie. There it is. How do I get Satan out of my head? Declare it. By faith, I believe God. And if by faith, I believe God, and that is my statement, then Satan has no room in this relationship. Satan, I believe God, and I can either believe God or I can believe you. It's one or the other. And sometimes, sometimes we will be, I believe God, I believe God. Okay, I believe you. And it takes a literal movement from here to here to say my eyes are off God and onto Satan. And I believe Satan right now. How gross does that sound? Maybe that's one of our answers to say out loud when a lie comes at us, maybe out loud say, I believe that lie from Satan. Huh? Maybe that'll open your eyes to saying, oh, oh, that's gross. I don't want to say that again. I don't want to know that again. I don't want to feel that again. I don't believe the lie of Satan. I don't believe it. I cast that lie to hell in the name of Jesus Christ because I have put my faith in my Savior, Jesus Christ, and I hope on him and my conviction and my assurance is on him. And I believe believe God and that's counted upon me as righteousness. Do you see the abundance of reward right there? Say, but I want more from God. Do you really? Can you handle more? So big. It's so big. By faith, Abel offered to God a more acceptable sacrifice than Cain. Cain did not move by faith. He did not. His story is recorded in the first few chapters of Genesis for the one who needs to know what it looks like to move in the flesh and not move by faith to see what it looks like to move with little faith on earth as opposed to big faith in Jesus. If you want to know what that looks like, look at Cain's story in the first few chapters of Genesis and learn, learn from Cain and join Abel. God commended him. God commended Abel by accepting his gifts. God commending him by accepting his gifts. How precious is that? We, we are given things from our God. And the things that God gives us for free, gifts upon gifts upon gifts, Jesus, day after day, not even day after day. Have you noticed days are so different? Then have you noticed you could live one day and have like 20,000 different moments in that one day? This morning, I'm holy. In the word of God, asking the Lord, do I get to teach on Ephesians? 
Please say yes. Do I get to teach on Philippians 3? Please say yes. Do I get to be in Hebrews? Please say yes. Do I get to be in 1 Kings 22? I am telling you, I have scripture ready for this morning. I have scripture ready for this morning. <laughs> I poured my coffee and there's coffee left in, in, I can't say the word to save my soul. Thank you. You knew what I was going to say. Carafe. There was coffee remaining in the craft, and I poured in a thermos for my, my senior in high school son for school. And I just put the lid on top. I didn't screw it because he needed to put his creamer in. You know, so I was being a good mom. And I'm sitting there with the Lord, and I'm praying, and I'm, I'm spending some time with God. And I hear splash, crack, ouch, oh, mo like all the noises that a mom doesn't want to hear from a kitchen. I don't want to hear anything from a kitchen. I don't want to hear any of these noises from the kitchen. I go around and he had dropped because he didn't know the lid was, he didn't know the lid wasn't screwed on, nor did he know coffee was in there because there was coffee remaining in the carafe. So he figured he needed to grab the cup without any ease and fill the cup, right? You see what's happening? And he drops the cup straight down without a lid and coffee decorated my entire white kitchen. It looked like a horror scene. This is my morning. Sometimes we live a day and you're before the throne. And even while you are before the throne, scripture open before your God and you're in, in your closet and you're in that moment and you can feel the rewards all around you. Life happens. For me, life happened in the, the, the image of coffee all over the place. And my son with, with the burn, he, he's, he, he went to school, to the school nurse. Thank the Lord for his school and his school nurse. He, he's, got, he's got burns on his hand. This is, this is what happened today. I have a feeling that I'm not the only person listening to this <laughs> that does not have a moment that they can say happened today. Sometimes life still happens. Have you noticed that during the study? Like how I'm so in love and life is still happening. I'm so in love in that argument. I can hear it. I'm so in love in the situation. I can feel it. I'm so in love and my body hurts. I can, I know it. I'm so in love and God, life, life, God. I'm so in love, but this is so, so hard right now. At that moment, what do you do by faith by faith you declare out loud life is hard relationships are real health is going to be health none of us are exempt but god but god from the richness of his love gave us the gift that is named jesus christ and by faith no matter what life no matter what life wants to do around us or no matter what life has for us i still by faith declare with these people throughout the book of hebrews i declare by faith my hope is in jesus and i'm going to remain in love every single moment of my life always in love, always in love, always in love. And the more you fall in love, the more his power overwhelms you. And the reward becomes that much more evident every day in every situation. By faith, 
Keep your eyes on God. By faith, I'm going to read verse 6, and we're going to close with this. Hebrews 11, 6. Sweet friend, thinking of the person in your seat, thinking of the one on the throne, hear these words as if you've never heard them before. And without faith, remember Cain, without faith, it is impossible to please God. For whoever, put your name right there, for whoever would draw near to God in prayer, in scripture, in fasting, whoever would draw near to God must believe that God exists and must believe that God rewards those who seek him. If life is hitting you and you don't know what to say before the throne, declare those two things out loud. By faith, I believe that you exist. I believe that you exist. <laughs> and I believe. Father God, I believe that you will re reward me. And I sit here and I say, thank you. Father God, we say, thank you. It's amazing to me how real you are. It's also amazing to me how much Satan wants to declare the words that you do not exist. Oh, in the name of Jesus Christ, I pray those lies will be diminished to hell for always. Oh, it just grosses me out the lies that he declares. Oh, how much Satan just does not does not love you. It's devastating to me. And these lies that he declares in our hearts are so redundant. I pray that even right now we'll see them as tired and old and worn out and exhausting. In the name of Jesus, I pray that we will see, see these lies for what they are wasted words with no space in our heads. I pray instead, Father God, that our eyes will remain so fully on you, that our hearts will remain so in love with our Jesus. Holy Spirit, I pray that you will remind us always the truth that our God exists and that our God is the one who rewards us for simply, simply falling in love. Jesus, we say thank you. We praise you for all the things. Thank you for being our gift. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you for joining us today. For more Women Inseparable studies, check out our website at womeninseparable.com. Send your questions to womeninseparable at gmail.com.